It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Luke Moore, would you mind not opening a bottle of pop during Sorry. the uh, music? Outrageous I'm, I'm addicted. I'm addicted to sugar. <laughs> yeah. He's not actually drinking pop, ladies and gentlemen. He's actually drinking uh, a little bit of uh, water. I am. Luke, You're a very hydrated man, Luke. Thank you very much. Mm. It, has, it has been said. <laughs> Pissing like a racehorse, I am. Oh, I'm knackered, uh, Luke. I spend a good half an hour fixing the um, system, fixing the headphones. Yeah, we had a conversation last oh. week, didn't we, about um, whether we should, should or shouldn't men- mention technical things in the studio. Do it all the time. We've been here for about two hours fixing it. Oh, <laughs> and I say we, I mean you. I was wearing the tightest trousers, uh, and so when I uh, sort of bent down to fiddle with a load of wires on the floor, yeah. uh, it re- genuinely restricted blood to my head, and I felt dizzy <laughs> when I stood up. You're wearing a pair of trousers which very much say, I have never done an ounce of manual labour <laughs> no, in my life. You wouldn't get a plumber coming round, <laughs> oh yeah, I'll have a look at your boy, no problem, in a pair of purple tartan skin-tight trousers made of hemp. I was going to, you always say that I wear hemp trousers, I don't, I don't have anything woolen, in my... They are They are woolen. Um, I was going to go to the gym afterwards, so I could have turned up in me civvies, couldn't I? But no, I you thought know. I'll I'll make an effort. I'll wear some tartan weird trousers for you. Anyway, Luke and Pete show. I'm Luke oh. Moore. This is Don Peterson. Hello, you're right. Good. Um, Don Peterson actually sounds like you could be um, a bad guy in an '80s um, Miami Vice type show. Mm. Don Peterson, or a good guy in a '90s show. <laughs> Yeah, with you Possibly. Like. Yeah, Who knows? Like. Redemption. Um, we should probably point out as well, Peter, at this stage, because people are going to see this in their uh, in their uh, iTunes pipe or wherever they mm. get their podcast, that the show's a bit shorter today. Yeah. Just as a reminder, we are going to bring out two shows a week from this week onwards, uh, one on a Monday, one on a Thursday. So they're going to be slightly shorter. So don't mm. don't panic. Don't you know? Don't email in. You can email in, but don't email in about that. Yeah. Uh, hello at lukeandpeachshow.com. There's going to be two. You're going to get another one on Thursday. That's why this one is a touch shorter. Yeah, I mean, if you're upset about that, you could always just listen to both in a row, couldn't you? Yeah, true. And then that, everything's fine. Set everything's sorted. Play it several little players. Uh, don't listen to any for the next three months and get a well, ridiculous a amount. Someone's going to crop that. <laughs> uh, yeah, wow. you, get, you get a big lineup, and if you go on the run for longer than about 25 minutes, which I bloody well don't, um, <laughs> you, you can you can never have the next one playing automatically. How's your How's your week been? All right, have you been, been doing a bit been of running? Pretty, been been pretty doing, good. You yeah. like a little bit of running every now and again, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I committed to... This is an error, but I committed... I, I committed an atrocity, so I run away from that, were you no, going to say? I signed up for Strava uh, Premium. 
and I what the hell it. is that? Uh, it's a way Sounds of like an Italian restaurant tracking. Yeah, it's a way. Yeah, I'll sign up for <laughs> so I can't run anymore. Cause I'm full of pasta. <laughs> no, it's a way of tracking your runs and comparing your pace and different mm. routes you run regularly and all that right. kind of stuff. But essentially, what Big I was business, needing, isn't it? The wearables and the is, uh, yeah. tracking. Well, it goes on your phone, so I have to have my phone mm. in my pocket or my arm or whatever. But it, um, it, the big problem for me with running is just that I don't get out to anywhere different. Because yeah. I run from home back to home, really. Yeah. And so there's only a certain amount of routes you can do. But Strava at least gives you a chance to monitor how you're getting on, where you're fast, where you're slow, mm. how you can improve, you, what route would be better for you, um, where you can improve and stuff. So I've signed up for that. And the, I was just going to say, I've committed publicly, as publicly as you can, I suppose, on right. Strava to, to 500 miles this year. Okay. Which doesn't sound like a lot to some people, I know, but to me it's quite a lot. So I'm... I need to stick at it, really. So I have been running. Yeah, I went. I did five miles uh, yesterday. I, I I always find uh, running track quite boring, or simply because I don't run myself. Uh, but if I did, I'd find it incredibly fascinating. The, the the thing about running is that you really you've got to push yourself, push yourself all yeah. the time. Like uh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Yeah. You got to push push yourself uh, all the time, and I just can't be asked. Something in Sammy goes. You don't have to do this. At least with like lifting, I don't mind lifting weights because like, look how powerful I look. Yeah, um, I don't yeah. mind lifting weights because you do that at least completely naked, don't you? As well. <laughs> but at least you're like, I just need to do this a few times and then I can stop. I, I think <laughs> the, you've hit on something there because the biggest sort of enemy of, of being able to go on a, on a successful run mm. is that voice in your head mm. that says, "What are you doing? Just stop. <laughs> just stop." The, the, I, I took myself out of it by saying. Well, okay. If I stop now, it's going to take me twice as long to walk home. Or right, and and I also I also try and tell myself that I'm a yo- I'm a youngish, not outrageously unfit person. So mm. I'm not going to. I'm very unlikely to to puke up in the street or drop down dead or whatever. Mm. So I just think we well, just get on with it. Stop moaning about it. Just get it done. And right. and, and, and and for me, it's a really good way of uh, clearing the mind and, and having a little look around and just being outside because these days, you know, what it's like in the lifestyle mm. we we lead, the way we work and stuff. You don't really get outside very often, so no. it's important to do so. So that's what I've been doing a bit of that. Um, what have you been up to? Uh, not running. Went to the gym a couple of times. Listened uh, to the uh, new Franz Ferdinand album, then interviewed Franz Ferdinand. So uh, I'm basically this podcast has just become what I've done like yesterday, yeah, which you was... can't remember anything more than that. Exactly. One, uh, one thing that has um, uh, just just because I don't, I don't want to forget to remember this. Um, you know the wrestling podcast you're doing with Mark, right? Yeah, uh, Wrestle Me. Uh, it's made me, because I've, I've listened to it and enjoyed it, it's made me realise that Survivor Series 1992, and right. I'm not doing Survivor Series, you're doing WrestleMania, but Survivor Series 1992 was one of the biggest moments of my childhood. And right, I've okay. already ordered, um, I haven't already, I'm, I've already bookmarked it to try and order a copy of it so I can watch it again. Okay, why don't you just get like, a login to the WWE Network? Which is how I watch everything. I don't know if I really want to do that as a 37-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> the WWE Network is worth it, is it? Shall I do that? Uh, you know what? Out of all of the um, kind of on-demand video services I've ever experienced, it's really rather good. Like, mm. again, I'm, the whole conceit of uh, Wrestle Me, the podcast of myself and my friend Mark Haynes, is that Mark Haynes knows a lot about wrestling. He's a funny, intelligent, erudite man, and I think that's fair to say. You are none of those and things. And I'm none of those things. And also, on top of that, I... Um, I don't know anything about wrestling. So I'm coming to it completely cold. I'm experiencing the WWE Network completely cold. And their delivery system is actually 
very good. Like they're they're, they're markers on the uh, timeline. You can sort of go back and check out what's going on. They've got all of the WrestleManias, all of the uh, all of the Survivor Series, every WWE pro- uh, product, and also some that aren't even WWE that they've bought in uh, is available on the WWE Network. And it's it really is something else. I don't they're, know how much it costs because I've been using Mark's login. Ooh, uh, but uh, their their re- their revenue is surely getting on towards the billion dollars a year, though, right? Yeah, and so yet they want to throw things at the was it the NFL um, XFL? Yeah, yeah, XFL. That's yeah. been tried before as well. Yeah, and, it, and massively failed. <laughs> um, can we have an it's been? It's been. You sure can. That was a weak second half. I've been dicking about with it. Yeah, you've been, you were tired. That's fair My legs are um, tight. It has been a week since we've um, since we talked that. I just thought I'd give us a quick quick praise of the stuff we've been talking mm. about recently. Some of which may well be covered in the uh, much coveted and much looked forward to email section uh, mm. a little bit later on. Yeah, um, stuff we've talked about recently includes old animals, and there is some more of that in a minute. Um, old animals, weird place names, um, statues, uh, words that have no translations to English. Yeah. And um, odd reasons to have a riot. <laughs> oh, that was the uh, the Dockers. The uh, Straw Hat the, Riot the straw of 1922, riot. yeah. Don't fight a Docker, mm. or whatever they were. Mm. Were they Dockers? They were Dockers. Dockers were involved at one point. Dockers and that's when involved. it went south, Pete. That is when it went south. Right, and it's them. funny, I was thinking when we were talking about that last week, we were talking about never start on a bunch of Dockers. No. And then I started thinking about the brand of Chino's Dockers, which are the most benign and, and pretty laid-back <laughs> pair of trousers you could get, which I personally found quite ironic. Yeah, I like. I used to like Dickies. They're kind of working pants. I had working uh, pants. Dickies is a bit of a strange one for me because I had a lovely, um, sort of quite tall uh, mirror in my house at my parents' place, <laughs> and when my parents, they said you're rough. No, <laughs> no, and when my parents. Um, decorated my bedroom when I was a teenager or mm. whatever, they put a nice mirror in there. Yeah. And obviously me being the obnoxious teenager that I was, and some would say still am. Bad boys for life. Uh, I, um, no, I um, put a dicky sticker on the yeah. bottom of it, which I got free with some shoes or something. Mm. And um, then fast forward about 15 years, when I was going into my most recent flat that I live in now, mm. I thought, oh, I, need, I really need to get a nice mirror. And I thought, hang on a minute, I've got a mirror. And I'm like, oh shit, it's got a big dicky sticker. It's got sticker. a big And it sticker. wouldn't come off. It wouldn't cut a shoe, No, it's too sticky. Too sticky. Sticky dickies. Come on, get some. Um, uh, what's solvent? That? Some solvent. Get some solvent. Get some uh, um, nail varnish remover. I watched a video of a nail varnish, sorry, of a keyboard, a computer keyboard being dissolved in. Uh, is it acetone? That um, that's nail varnish remover. I think it's acetone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, sounds L- right. like a little kind of vi- not vial, a little um, kind of uh, um, glass of acetone, and somebody was just melting a keyboard. It's like a time lapse thing. It took about seventy two hours, I think. Oh, it looks very satisfying. Yeah. just everything melting. Oh, does it remind you of that scene in Breaking Bad? Uh, which Have you one? Seen it where he, he dissolves the guy in the bath. Oh, is that a spoiler? Mean? Breaking Bad's been out for years. It can't be a spoiler. Come on, now, um, guys. Look, we, we, we don't we, even know which guy it is. Should we do emails? Let's do emails then. Um, because we've been taking ages already. Let's do emails. All right. Do you want a sweeper then? All right then. Let's do a sweeper. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I love it. Well, I don't have my dial now because I had to take it out because it was making a funny noise, isn't it? Uh, off mic. Off I mic. I've got my dial. I haven't got a dial. There we go. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Okay, Luke, don't gunge me, mate. Pipe down, Pete. I told you never to argue with the customers. Never argue with the customers, Luke. No, I'll, I'll try not to. Do you want an email first or do you yes, want me to please. go first? Are you, going uh, on? you go first, please. Okay, what do you want? Old animals, um, <laughs> Stubbington Study Centre, or... Um, a hotel in Krakow. Uh, can I get a hotel in Krakow, please? I knew you go for that one. Enjoyable. Yeah, of course you can. Okay, here we go. This is from uh, Arm Charlie. Doesn't like his surname being used. Fair enough. Um, so I won't because he's, cause he's a, a mad, uh, keen finger biter. No, you're here. <laughs> yeah, he's a star of the uh, viral video of 2000 and <laughs> whatever it was. Uh, he says, "Hi guys. Given that you've mentioned Krakow a few times recently, I thought I'd share my amusing and rather harrowing experience there last week. Ooh. My very lovely lady had booked a trip to the Polish city for us as my Christmas present, um, and this is often the case on your first night away somewhere. Full of excitement, we got rather drunk. <laughs> we returned to our hotel around 1 a.m. and passed out almost immediately." Nature called at around 3am and I woke half asleep, half drunk and aimed for the bathroom. I opened the door, walked through and the door closed behind me and only then did I realise that I hadn't walked into the bathroom but out of the hotel room. Oh no. Completely naked. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. I knocked on the door and called my girlfriend's name but alas she was out for the count. This is a nightmare come to life. Squinting like a mole in the bright lights of the corridor and completely billy bollocks, I started wandering around trying to find something, anything to cover myself. Walking into the stairwell, I found a big, dirty laundry basket. Pretty disgusting, but knees must. It must have looked like a really shit beginning to 28 days later, taking one of the soil cloths out and fashioning it into what was essentially a big nappy. <laughs> I got in the lift and headed down to reception, still desperate for a piss. <laughs> well, you could have wet yourself it was dirty linen after all yeah that's what you'd do yeah um, there were not one but two gentlemen working the night shift on reception who looked rather bemused when i approached and asked can i have another room key to make the situation even creepier the room was booked of course under my girlfriend's name which meant i was basically a drunk man wandering around the hotel room naked in the middle of the night demanding uh, to get in a woman's asking room asking for a key to a girl's room <laughs> um, walking around the hotel sorry not a hotel room and remarkably he gave me the key so i went back to upstairs to bed um, what are you up to? My girlfriend asked. Oh, now she wakes up <laughs> as I walk back into the room. Never I'm in, mind. I'm in my nappy. Yeah, never mind. I replied as I finally went for a wee and went back to sleep. I saw the two gentlemen on reception several times over the next few days, <laughs> always greeted with a smirk, and also noticed the next day, as you'd imagine, there were CCTV cameras everywhere. <laughs> um, long time fan of the ramble and love the show too. If you'd like to, if you'd be so kind as not read out my surname on air, that would be greatly appreciated. That's uh, Charlie Naked Boy yeah. Smith. Yeah, it certainly might be Smith. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't take a note oh, of it. Oh, no. Um, I once got locked out. Of, that's a great email, Charlie. Thanks for that. Um, I once got locked out of a hotel room in Porto in just my right. pants um, because I got in very, very late. And it was the day, the next day was the day we were supposed to be checking out. Mm. 
And um, I think I went out in just my pants um, to knock Re- on my mate next door. No, no, just to knock on my mate next door. Right. I took my key with me, but obviously the key had just been de- deactivated. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. So yes, I had so to go again. back down. I had to go down the reception in just my pants. Well, you shouldn't break curfew. You, I, you, shouldn't, you should be out before kick-out time. And, and, you and know your what? key wouldn't be cancelled, sunshine. That's rich coming from you, pal. Uh, no, because I'm very conscientious when it comes to leaving Airbnbs, etc. at the right time. My friends, that on more than one occasion... On my Airbnb rating, have stayed behind longer than they should have. Wait, at, at, at the point where the cleaner is turning up, and that's going to affect my rating, Luke. Yeah, that gets my that boils my piss. I can think one. Well, think of one or two other things that are going to affect your rate as well. But, I won't <laughs> say but do you know what I had to do? They essentially helped blood everywhere, Luke. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, don't do that again. <laughs> the, the thing about that is right, Pete. There's a lot. Those of you who've not listened to the last week's show, do go and do that. Otherwise, this won't make sense. But when you come up with that sort of stuff, there's two things happen. One is I get a load of tweets saying, oh, I think Luke does really well to uh, to deal with Pete when he comes up with that sort of stuff. Mm. And, then, and then loads more people saying, I love it when Pete does that stuff. Well, exactly. I'm just trying to derail it. Yeah, I know you what are. you're going to do. I know you are. Really. But, but, I'm making you a better presenter in many ways. Yeah, yeah that, and that needs to be done. Going back to um, the, the, the hotel in Porto, they essentially held me to ransom Pete. They said, yes, you can have another key, but that is technically a late checkout, so you have to pay. So, yeah, well, I agree with them. Well, I, I want my stuff back, so I agree with them too. <laughs> what what time was the late checkout? What time was the... Was uh, it, after it was supposed o'clock? to be 11, and I think I got it till like 2. I... Well, you're well over the late checkout, then. That's disgraceful. No, I paid to get to. Oh, right, okay. I think I, I think I went oh, down did there. you go back and have a little snooze? I, I think I went down there at one minute past 11. <laughs> <laughs> no, it remember. really annoyed... Like, a hotel... Good hotels are usually 12 o'clock. That's basic. Yeah. Slightly poorer hotels are 11. Some dreadful hostels and Airbnbs are uh, 10 o'clock, and you're like, get stuffed, mate. I'm not here for 10. And I'm I, not leaving at 10. Can I, can I just say, that's it, hotel I'm talking about. I am going to name them. It was, it was the Four Seasons in Porto, which is a bloody good hotel. Jeez, they should have a bit more... Well, yeah. There we go. Britain abroad, isn't it? Britain abroad, nobody likes us. Nobody likes us, everyone hates us. We do care. With good cause. Um, words. Okay. Can we do some words? Sure. Um, Sam Blakely. Uh, words you're after, is it, he says. <laughs> oh, God. My favourite wordsy fact is that the fear of long words is known as the delightfully succinct uh, hippopotamonstrous equipolidophobia. 36 letters. That's great. So you couldn't <laughs> even tell people what you had yeah. because you'd be so scared. Scared of it. So say it again. No. <laughs> I'm going to name the show after it, so say it again. <laughs> Hippopotamonstrosoquipolidophobia. Hippopot at the front. Hip, yeah, hippopot because I guess it's big, isn't it? It's large, right. like a yeah, a big large hippo. And the longest word you can write on the top row of a QWERTY keyboard. Oh, I know this. Is can I guess? Yes, I think it might be typewriter. Apt, very apt. Is it typewriter? Yes, it yeah. is typewriter. Yeah, I knew that before. And the longest word that doesn't repeat a letter is somewhat uh, aptly uncopyrightable. Uncopyrightable. Okay. Yeah. I could go on and won't, says <laughs> Sam Blakely. Good for you, you, Sam. That's good on you. Um, have you are you familiar with this uh, word? Is it Hugo? Uh, the little yes, bug of Hugo. It was a big it was a big buzzword a year or two ago. Yeah, it? the Danish. Danish. It's all just a bit like um, let's upcycle a dresser. Let's <laughs> yeah. let's put some gloss paint on this jet deck chair and yeah. call it shabby chic. Yeah, let's hang out in IKEA all day. I'm I'm going to say let's um, upcycle. Did you just <laughs> say upcycle? Upcycle. Oh, yeah, yeah, upcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's put let's put some new fabric on this chair. But the reason this, as far as I'm aware, the reason this came about is because. A study was done which said that several Scandinavian nations, if not all of them, 
the happiest on earth. Well, I mean, what does that even mean? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um, they could have just got lucky and just found a load of really happy people. <laughs> um, but Britain was quite far down the list. Yeah, well, I, I would look at somewhere like um, Scotland. I, I rarely meet a Scotsman or Scots lady that I don't like. I think they're all brilliant. Yeah, very, I'm not trying to curry favour. I just, it's, if, you, if I meet a Scottish person who's a dick, I go, oh... That's weird. <laughs> I think you're right there. And, and, and I, I'm pleased you said that, because if I said it, I'm part Scottish, so it would sound like I was uh. trying to dig myself up. But I spent a lot of time in Scotland, and I think you're absolutely right. They, mm. um, th- th- but, the but, thing but, is, it, but it completely what their weather's like. <laughs> but they are, they are comically miserable, though. They're, they're <laughs> no, sort of self-aware miserable. Uh, no? No, I think they're usually quite lovely. Uh, maybe I just haven't spent enough time up there. Would you I'm describe yourself some... as optimistic or pessimistic? Uh I'm pessimistic, massively pessimistic. I can't believe it took you a while to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, can I look on the bright side of this? No. But the key, yeah. What, but, what's that gag, uh, that uh, Alexi, oh, what's his name? Alexi. Alexi Sale? No, American guy. Uh, Alexis, something over there, I can't remember his name now. He's, he does charts and things, uh, stand up. He sort of said, uh, it depends on what you look at things like, cup half full, cup, well, how, cup, I'm a cup half full kind of person. But what if it's baby's blood? <laughs> yeah, okay, it's yeah, full yeah. of baby's blood. Yeah. You, and on that on that um, Scandinavian um, study, that, the big takeaway for me from that was that I think I think I'm right in saying that they established that happiness of citizens mm. is not directly related in any way to economic um, situation. Right. Okay. So that essentially, there's no link between how wealthy you are and how much only things you've got to mm. your to your overall happiness, which I f- I found quite a Annoying, lot more compelling am, than most people did. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm well into capitalism. I'm yeah, but, furious. But that's the point, I've been though, sold a lie, Luke. Well, you've been I sold just... several lies <laughs> about this show particularly. <laughs> but there, but the, the reason I said I bring that up is because it's hard to... I know I know everything's talking about Brexit at the moment, and I don't tend to get into that. But, Brexels! But so much of um, what we hear about in terms of, of politics is, is related to the economy, right? Yes. And I understand that people people want to have jobs but surely they don't just want to have any job I mean for the sake of having a job they want mm. a job they enjoy so it just seems like a little bit of a disconnect but anyway I don't want any job no I know and that's why we're doing that this would, that <laughs> would make me happy um, I'm going to squeeze in another email well I was going to say because the person who brought up that uh, Hugo was uh, Joe Stevens. he also goes on to tell us about um, a uh, it's something very special indeed, indeed something in Danish culture his favourite uh, bit of Danish culture is the cake man the Kagaman, okay, uh, which is a birthday tradition in which a large gingerbread man is made and decorated for children's birthday parties. As part of the tradition, the birthday boy slash girl slices the head off the gingerbread man with a knife while the other kids scream, Happy birthday, darling. Now cut the throat of cake man. Oh, I, I is that really true? hope that's true. I didn't even bother Googling it because I got so excited. I don't think it matters if it's true. Sever his gingery artery. I love it. I oh, absolutely love that. That's I'm fantastic. That. It is. There is something quite odd about it, if you think about it, about <laughs> kids making sort of um, um, like cakes or edible things that in the shape of human beings, right? Yeah, which yeah. they then eat. It's a little bit strange, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. But nobody gets upset about that sort of thing. But I remember Mrs. Peverly, a teacher at school. I used to draw these muscle men uh, getting their arms chopped off with chainsaws when I was a kid. Loads of claret everywhere, loads of blood, mm. lots of red pen. Yeah. Uh, and she uh, took me aside a few times and said, everything all right at home? 
Right, the old, the old, the old conversation. <laughs> a teacher must have to have like every week with someone. <laughs> I think it's the eighties, though. I think there's a lot of a lot of abuse uh, uh, hysteria flying around. Remember when everyone was obsessed with like um, abuse and the occult, uh, occult and stuff like that? These yeah. weird sort of cults in the eighties. So like, our parents have been absolutely shit scared of us reporting them for any kind of small misdemeanour. I thought you were going to say you ended up cutting off your teacher's arms with a chainsaw. Well, yeah, that was how it ended, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, why I'm, that's why I was in Boston for three years. Um, I'm going to squeeze another email in. All right. Um, it's about old animals, just because old it's animals. a particularly nice story, and it's from Craig Weeks, in, mm. and Craig says, um, Hi, guys. Um, <clears throat> always good to hear a reference or two to Portsmouth, my hometown. Well, of course, it's, it's partly my hometown too, so that's probably why that happened. He said, On the topic of oldest pets... Um, and we talked about this last week. May I submit my entry for the 85 to 90-year-old Mediterranean spur tortoise in my family? Wow. Jimmy, more about the name in a second, was given to my father about 40 years ago, who at the time had no idea how old he was. We all thought Jimmy um, to be male and probably about 10 when uh, Dad got, uh, got him. Uh, fast forward to about eight years ago, and for the first time, Dad takes Jimmy to the vet to trim nails and claws and, and, and got a bit... There's a bit of damage to to, to him. Mm. Um, and uh, lo and behold, not only did we find out that Jimmy was in fact a lady, but that mm. she was the same age as Dad at approximately 80, making her around 88 now. <laughs> Aging a tortoise is done by the shell size, so Vet's estimate was not exact, but we knew it to be pretty close. Sadly, we lost Dad 18 months ago, but his oh. pride and joy is still going strong. Um, soon to come out of another hibernation in a few weeks as well, um, with, uh, with uh, Craig's mum taking over the caring <clears throat> duties. In her time, Jimmy has been shook around by a dog mistaking her for a ball, uh, fought <laughs> off some cheeky foxes in the garden, and been made homeless by a family of frogs who took over a little outdoor brick house um, and she still has the enthusiasm and sleepiness for life as those many years ago dad would often sit around wondering about what her life was like in those 40 years before becoming a part of our family and those chats are still fond in my memory now um, and he also says he's got uh, some Sainsbury's batteries in his remote so uh, nice one for that Craig I, I wonder um, what that uh, tortoise has got in her remote yeah because I mean she's been gone a long time our tortoise is Battery powered? I don't know. No one's ever opened one <laughs> up my, and my, seen. My parents have got a tortoise, but it's not very old. It's only about 10 years old. Um, this, this spurred me on to uh, look into the record holders of different types of animals, right. the oldest that have been confirmed. Right. Some of this is unbelievable. Mm. Right. Now, we all know tortoises get, get very old. So, for example, Jonathan the tortoise is based on St. Helena, quite a famous uh, tortoise, probably the second most famous tortoise after Lonesome George, who mm. I think did die. Uh, but Jonathan is about 186 years old. That's too old. Yeah, um, and um, yeah, so that's, that's pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. But check how old do you reckon the world's confirmed oldest cat was? 28. You're going to have to stick 10 years on top of that. Jesus Christ. A 38-year-old cat. That's not a cat. That's like a... That'll be like a, a different kind of cat. Is that a tortoise? <laughs> Is that a tortoise that you put some whiskers you on? just put some fur on it. <laughs> Is that a tortoise that you've put like a bath mat on? Mm, apparently That's called, incredible. The tortoise... Uh, the tortoise? I'm doing it now. The cat was called Cream Puff as well. Cream Puff. Um, how old... This, this is even better. How old do you think the oldest confirmed koi carp was? Uh, they're big old chunkers, aren't they? Um... Tight, very tight fish. Um, <laughs> tight looking fish. They look a bit you're solid. You're they look like you can take a punch. There's very few fish I see in a, in a pond or in a Chinese restaurant that I go. Which is where, can, you, uh, where you see them. Is I can punch that and it would be fine. Well, how, this is your this is your area, Japan. So you need to get this right. How old do you think the oldest confirmed koi cup? People listening at home, if they've not got a particular interest in this subject, which they probably haven't. 
they're going to be stunned to hear this. I don't even think the person who owned the Koi Carp had that particular interest in him. <laughs> Boring. Um, I'm going to go for... Eight years. Eight years? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You sticking with that? No, because you're laughing. <laughs> 20 years. 226 Shut the years fuck old, off. I'm telling you. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. There we go. Like when they replaced actors and neighbours. Fuck off. <laughs> Not having it. Is, are you absolutely sure that's the same quick up? <laughs> Spray painting them Jesus. in a factory. That is, that is dreadful. Mendacity. Lies. And Nonsense. I'll, fin- I'll finish off with this. For the, the, the Obviously, the giant, the, the oldest tortoise, still around, is 186, but the, mm. the, uh, the oldest tortoise to have ever been confirmed to live, and it's still waiting verification, um, is a giant tortoise, an Aldebra tortoise, uh, in um, Calcutta in India, which is an estimated uh, 255 years old. Beautiful. Beautiful. There we go. Old animals, you can't beat them. Old animals, you can't beat them. If we're still doing them. this when I'm 226, I'll be upset. <laughs> uh, well, no doubt we'll have some horrific stories to tell at some point. Mm. Uh, so uh, it's been real. Thank you very much for joining us this week for the Luke and Pete Show. If you want to get involved, if you want to get involved with the show... Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com and we will, of course, be back on Thursday. Yes, we will indeed be back on Thursday. Listen to Wrestle Me, uh, one of our other podcasts. The wins are not as well. Uh, You might not think of yourself as a royalist. You might not be a royalist. Oh, you might be a a sizzling uh, Republican. But it doesn't matter. Have a listen. It's very funny indeed because the people who hosted, they're also not royalists. um, Yeah, it's about the royal wedding, the upcoming royal wedding. Worth a listen. If you like this sort of nonsense between two men with nothing better to do, Mm. you've got more of that coming. (laughs) With two men who are better than the, the winds are not. Uh, check that out if you can. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday. Luke, say goodbye. Goodbye. I'll say goodbye too then. Bye. Bye.